Welcome to our first ever Nerd Takes, the show where we watch, listen, learn, whatever, something new, and give us, or give you our take about it. Yeah, this is a, a, a new concept that we're working out. It'll right. be interesting. So this yeah. is going to be a real quick hitter, uh, and today's episode is going to be about the new show, Loki. Yeah, Loki. <laughs> Loved it. Quick background. Well, don't, don't spoil it yet. Quick background on Loki. If you don't know what Loki is, Loki is a new show. It's uh, based in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and essentially takes place after the event, the events of Avengers Endgame. It debuted June 9th of this year. There's six episodes uh, on Disney Plus, one a week. It was created by this dude named Michael Waldron, who's someone I hadn't heard of, but apparently he has also written the upcoming Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which has kind of led people to believe that there might be some type of connection there. It seems to fit. Seems to maybe fit. Uh, more on that in a second. And finally, it stars Tom Hiddleston, uh, Gugu Mbatha-Ra, who plays Ravona Renslayer, Sophia DiMartino as Sylvie, Owen Wilson as Mobius. And uh, we should stay real quick. This is There are going to be spoilers here. So if you haven't watched the show yet, um, pause and come back to it. But it also Correct. stars Jonathan Majors as... The conqueror of all things, but we know him to also be Kang the Conqueror. So that's what the show is. Now let's talk about it. What were your thoughts going into it, Lambert? I didn't really know what to expect going into it. I mean, I knew the premise of like, you know, when he, when, when that, when 2014 Loki picked up the Tesseract, when during Endgame, like that's when this started. Because he was not, he was obviously he was supposed to be dead, and then whatever. Like I had no idea where they were going to take it, and I was pleasantly surprised at where they did take it. Yeah, I had multiverse and like all that, the the TVA and introducing new concept. It was pretty cool. I kind of had the same uh, thoughts going into it as well, and having already watched um, Falcon the Winter Soldier and also WandaVision, you know, the third MCU show technically. Um, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say I was a little skeptical about it because the other two were pretty decent. But I, I would say my my expectations were rather tempered. And I also was like, how the hell are they going to explain what's what happened to him after he took the Tesseract and disappeared? That was my whole thing. Like, how do they possibly connect this whole thing? Right. And I didn't. Yeah, I had no idea what they were going to do with it. Like, I was like, is it just going to be like the new adventures of Loki in 2014? Right. It turned out not to be like that at all, but that's that's where I that's what I thought it was going to be like. Where it's like, oh, this new Loki going off and doing stuff. Nope. So, what, so while you were watching it, what were some thoughts that you had kind of going on? You know, what were your initial impressions? Episode one. Were there any episodes even throughout it that kind of you changed, evolved? <clears throat> um. So there was a lot more dialogue in this show than in a pretty much anything like anything that I can remember from an MCU perspective Falcon and Warner Soldier had some times where it slowed down but it was very more like it was a lot more like MCU-ish where there was there was lots of action and a few conversations and then more action and more action and more action whereas this show was very cerebral right and you you really had to pay attention to what everybody was saying especially the final episode where you really had like yeah. You had to sit down and really focus on that interaction in the final episode and really understand it. So that's something that I picked up right off the bat. And it's something that I enjoyed. Some people, like Megan, didn't like all the talking. 
didn't like the dialogue, didn't like like you know the the, the whole like questioning reality and like how the reality that they know is not it's it's it was chosen it was predestined and just a, a very interesting concept so that's kind of what i that's what i liked the most about it. yeah there was a lot going on and i felt like every episode was kind of i mean it, it is maybe intentionally done like this but it felt like its own mini movie and because every episode had a different feel to it so episode one you're like what the hell is going on they don't really explain anything and it's a lot mm-hmm. of like scene after scene for scene there's not a lot of dialogue in there um, except for like all of a sudden they, they pause and Mobius is talking to Loki and they're having conversations that are a little bit more deep. And then the next episode, all of a sudden it's more of like a cat and mouse and they're chasing this new Loki. And then all of a sudden the third episode, it's like a buddy cop film. Right. And, and, I, right. and the other cool thing that I felt, and I don't know if this is just me reading a lot about it. Um, every cult, every episode has this, had a particular color. Did you notice this? A, a Did not. particular color undertone and every one of them matched one of the infinity stones. Which is, pretty, which is pretty cool and so like the purple episode is when they're on that planet and it's about to explode and it's about the loki's basically going you know fist to fist against this this you know this new planet they're on the last episode there was a lot of i believe it was it was either green or blue it had to do with reality um red was the reality stone wasn't it oh, no that's uh no i don't know i don't know it's it's, it's blue i think it doesn't matter um green, that was the time stone you no know, green is time zone time stone. whatever green was time travel whatever I, yeah so so what, anyway each episode had a different feel to it which is what was what i felt was pretty as i was watching this now okay we've watched the show what are your overall thoughts about it like what are your feelings how, how do you tell people like what do you tell people about this show do you approve it do you disapprove it and like what are your overall thoughts i absolutely approve it and um mainly because it is different than some of the other things the MCU has done, but different in a good way. And I think the the selling point is that this show really opens up a lot, opens up a lot of doors for the MCU and really kind of like with what we know of what's happening with like the new Dr. Strange, the new Spider-Man and like what's coming next, like the whole like multiverse thing or the multiverse concept, I guess you could say, this really sets the stage very well for understanding <laughs> how all that works and like giving you some background on what that's all about and, you know, introducing some new concept, some new, like the TVA, like who the hell is that? And right. you didn't know anything about, you didn't know anything about them until this point. Cause they were just apparently just lurking in the shadows, similar to, like a Thanos lurking in the shadows before he finally makes his presence known. Yeah. But, but I think that's really the, the major selling point and, and one of the reasons why I really enjoyed it. I think it's a pivotal change in the entire mm-hmm. MCU. And there, there are a few films that did that in the first, you know, three phases. I would say Guardians did that where it introduced, basically, I mean, it, had, about that. it introduced Infinity Stones, but it did actually tell us what, they, what they actually yep. are, right? This yep. is a... This is a turning point, and this is essentially what's going to set up phase four and five. I think the, the you know Black Widow and some of the shows that have come out, as I mentioned earlier, they were a lot of character development, and there were a lot of filling in holes about either what's ha- been happening since or what kind of happened in between. This was all right. This, this is, what, is where we're going next. Where we're going for the next however many movies and shows and years, really. And right. that's why I, I certainly appreciate it. And and honestly, like just talking about like 
characters and actors. Uh, I think that, um, you know, Tom Hiddleston is fucking incredible. And he, I was genuinely upset when Owen Wilson died. I was like, son of a son yeah. of a bitch. Like, yeah. Owen Wilson. And then he came back and I was like, okay, this is better. But uh, like when he, when they, when he, well, when he, when he got trimmed or whatever the term is, I was genuinely upset. I was like, really? Like you totally fucked this up. Like, right. I need more Owen Wilson. Well, and then they bring him back. And, and I, and again, I can't say enough about even Sophia DiMartino who plays Sylvie. She did an mm-hmm. amazing job. And we got to also talk about that episode where all of the Lokis were on that, oh, in that, in that, the that, alligator Loki. I mean, <laughs> alligator Loki is, is the, my favorite Loki, of course. Um, but uh you know, a lot of the other Lokis that make an appearance, it was just, I think it was incredibly clever and um, I think they really nailed it. So I think they did too. All right. So let's do a little ranking here. We're going to do this out of 10. We haven't come up with anything clever yet. So we're just going to call it something that we both, you know, can, can relate to, I guess. Um, and maybe we'll circle back around to a bit more clever name. So you, those of you listening, if you can think of something that's uh, maybe more themed for us, let us know. Because yeah, a good uh, a good scale, we need a good scale. We need some help. Like, we're gonna do this out of ten, and uh, just kind of some things that we're gonna that I'm personally bake, you know, basing my ranking on. Again, expectations were they met? Am I gonna watch this again? Like a likely likelihood of doing it again, even sometime soon. What what feelings were kind of evoked? And then overall, like just the vibe that I that I got while watching it, or even post. So you want to go first? No, you can go first. Okay. So out of 10, and I'm not, I'm kind of thinking about like, how do I rank this as compared to like other MCU shows or movies or even just general television shows as well. Um, but I'm giving this a pretty high score. I'm giving this an eight out of 10 Hildos. Eight out of 10 Hildos. Yeah. <laughs> pretty freaking good. Uh, you know, one of the better shows I've seen in a very long time. And I recommend this to everyone. But it's true, though. It's, you can't put it on in the background and hope you'll know what no. is going on because you will fucking not. I had, I had to go back and watch at least one episode over again, because I don't even know what just happened there. I was not paying attention enough. Uh, so eight, no. out ten, eight out of 10 Hildos for me. I'm going to, I, I hate to copy you, but I will. And I will go eight out of 10 Lambos because, well, I don't have another scale. So uh, yeah, for all the reasons you said, like it was, will I watch it again? Yes. Did I enjoy it? Yes. Is it a bit polarizing in, in even in my household? Yeah. So when I watch it again, I'll be watching it by myself, but that's okay. Hey, call um, me. I'll watch it with you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Just very good, very entertaining. Sets up the franchise. Yeah. Highly recommended. Highly recommend. Eight out of tens from both of us, Hildos and Lambirds. Thank you. Enjoy the nerd takes and enjoy Loki. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.